Dan Sullivan, he cutting a check. Welcome to the You Get to Choose podcast, a space curated by coaches for coaches discussing all things coaching, clients, and cash flow. I am Coach D, known socially as Danielle the Coach. I'm a certified life and leadership coach, and I help mid-career professionals free themselves from their nine-to-five without regret. And I am Coach C. Helen from Detroit, Michigan. Um, I am affectionately known as the coach's copywriter. I help coaches and consultants create magnetic messaging and make their email list more profitable. And hey, it's your girl, Coach Jen from Miami-Dade County, hanging out in the DMV these days. I help women in education increase their income and and eliminate burnout without getting another degree. What's going on? This is Coach Mike. I help coaches, consultants, and service providers fill their calendars with ready-to-buy prospects without doing all the work. And today we're looking forward to helping you decode all things coaching, cash flow, and clients. So be sure to subscribe, review, and share. <coughs> yes, indeed. What's going on, y'all? Happy New Year, 2024. Another big one, right? Um, 2023 was dope. I think we should... Uh, mm. Some people are reflecting. Let me, let, me start there. let me start there with that. Um, I think that a lot of my personal reflecting over 2023 was about um, who? Who do I need in 2024, right? Um, I think we could start this year with that big question. Who? Who do we need uh, in our corner in order for us to start, you know, realistically hitting some goals? Um I started heavily thinking about my own team and, you know, how valuable they were for my personal growth, how valuable they were for my professional growth. Um, being able to invest in them and lean on them was uh, extremely important for me in 2023. And I didn't realize that until I sat down and started writing out my goals. Uh, and, you know, for 2024, for the first quarter of 2024, let me put it that way, when I started writing out my goals, I started thinking about the importance of the team and, you know, how they're going to fit in for 2024 in order for us to, you know, start hitting goals. So I want people to start thinking about, you know, who do they need in their corner? And I guess we could start with that question. You know, what do you got? Who do you guys believe needs to be in your corner in 2024 in order for you to excel, start hitting your goals, start getting some results, consistency? Um, who needs to be in our corner? Um, moving forward. And I guess we could start there and start the conversation. I think it's a good one. For sure. Happy New Year. I just, um, I was filling out this worksheet yesterday for this uh, program I'm in because y'all know, most people don't know though, because what I present on social media is not all that I do in the business realm. Like I wear two hats, life coaching and leadership coaching. Um, And so I'm looking to really beef up um, and be CEO of this other business that's more organization focus, focusing and um, get some contracts like corporate and government contracts and really start making some real good money um, in a lot less time because I can. Right. Yeah. But I haven't been given that arm of like my my business um, or my empire, I should say, as much love as I have been giving um, like the life coaching front. But it's time. And so I am not only enlisting the expertise of someone who is very seasoned in that um, and just could legit collapse time for me based on what they've experienced and what they know, 
But what I'm also finding is in doing this worksheet that they gave um, and asking like, well, what do I want? What's my vision? You know, when I get the million dollar contracts, you know, what will my team look like then? And I legit wrote this down last night. Um, I think I want to move forward in a way that I have more contractors and employees. That's what I think in this season. But I know to even get to any of that, what I'll need in this season for sure is someone who can do a lot of like research and I hate to call it grunt work, but that's kind of like what it is, right? It's just behind the scenes, um, scouring, you know, different places on, on the internet, finding opportunities um, so that I can then pitch. And being able to have that data at my fingertips is going to change the game because I can pitch, like, but I just need to know who to pitch and what opportunities are there. Um, but that stuff takes time. And I know as a CEO, like that's not time. That's not the best use of my time. So I know finding the right um, resource or I guess maybe a couple of resources to help me in that way this year is going to be clutch and a game changer. I love it. <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> so from my perspective, um, and I hope you all caught what Dee said when she mentioned collapsing time. <laughs> Right. A lot of times when we're in the coaching space, we're trying to, you know, save money. So we do a lot of the things ourselves and then end up messing all the things up and then end up paying twice, three times for it. So being mindful of collapsing time. So that was big. But from my perspective, of course, there are a lot of different parts. There are, you know, things that we need. But from my lens, it's more so like the person that's going to hold you accountable and call you out on your shit. I don't even know who that, that may look like any different, right? Um, it could be your life coach. It could be your business coach, but you definitely need someone who's not going to be your guest man. But when you look at some people's success or the lack thereof, it's because the company that they're keeping around them is not necessarily in the business of making sure they accomplish their goals. So for those of you who, whether you're new to coaching or, you've been coaching for a while and the people that have been coaching for a while and are successful, we for sure, you know, have people around us that call us out on our shit. We mm. do have people that's not going to say that's like, people will say, Oh, I have imposter syndrome. I don't get to keep the thing that I identify. <sighs> people like to keep the things that if you identify it, you can't keep that shit no more. You know what I'm saying? Now it's your responsibility to get rid of it. So ensuring that you have someone on your team that you can trust, that you know without a shadow of a doubt has your best interests at heart and is going to hold you accountable and make sure that you are operating in your strengths and passing off the things to the people that is not your strength. So that is super important um, because a lot of the times people don't recognize that those of the, the people that we keep in our circle is going to be responsible for helping us progress or it's going to keep us, you know, or going to keep us stagnant. So mm -hmm. for me, as a life coach, um, as someone that has a life coach and big on personal development, you have to ensure that you have someone that's keeping your heart and your mind on track. So that's what I got. Super dope. <clears throat> um, this is a... I don't want to say it's a hard question for me, but it is. Um, Cause I, I like, I'm in a space where it's like, I've done and tried a lot of the stuff. Like I've done the team building thing. I hated it. Mm 
<laughs> I've done the the working solo thing. And I know if I if I did ever build a team again, it would be like super lean. Um, but I know one of my focuses, probably my main focus from a business perspective, is literally speaking and teaching more. So for me, the who is um I don't think I've yet to identify like who it is or what they do. <laughs> it's just like the types of opportunities that I'm seeking. So yeah, I don't I don't know who that is per se. Um, I have one person in mind, but I don't know if I'm if I'm a enrolling into that program. But um, but yeah, I know that's what what my focus is. So I'm I'm looking for someone to to help with that. And it's so funny because somebody that I know from back in the day who's like a networking wizard, like he called me this morning, and I'm like, huh, is that a sign that maybe I need him? <laughs> when I'm talking about networking. Like everybody know him for his ability to network, and I hate that word so much. But he be know he know what he doing. <laughs> he know what he doing. So yeah, that's that's my answer. I love it. I mean, after hearing all of y'all, I you know I I sense that you know everybody's it won't be cured from the, the hustlers mentality, right? And oh, for you know, sure, right? And we want to. Done. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we just want to gracefully become CEOs, right? And the best way to do that is strategically building the team uh and and really owning the importance of that investment. Um yeah. Jen said collapse in time. Huge. You know, I've started training myself to say, I right, know I'm not doing that. Let me figure out the steps and then I'm gonna send this Google Doc over to somebody and let them do it. And people who, you know, when you take your time to hire, you know, good people, uh, they're going they're waiting for it. They're like, what do I got to do next? What do you need me to do next? Like, you know, what do you need me to do next? And what I've noticed is the more I get off my plate, the clearer I get. Mm -hmm. Right. The less I got to worry about when I get up in the morning and the clearer I get. And when when I get clear, the team gets clear. And when they get excited about this, this vision you have, I mean, the, the things and the magic that can happen if you just simply be patient enough for, for all of, you know, to let all the pieces fall the way they need to fall. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, just, you know, suffering from that hustler's mentality. We don't want that no more in 2024 and moving forward. You know, we want to gracefully become CEOs by strategically sure. putting the right people, people in place. And even if you believe you don't think you can afford an employee or a staffer, it's like, you know, there's people overseas just waiting. Like, yo, I'm here. And they, they're brilliant. I mean, these people go to school, college. They got degrees. They just don't have the amount of opportunities we have. And if you could be somebody that can give them an opportunity and work with them, I mean, they can do wonders for you and your, your brand and your business uh, over time. Because there's just some, there's just a lot of things you just shouldn't be doing, right, other than thinking, right, taking care of yourself, Um networking like c just said those are the things we need to be doing and growing in 2024 as opposed to all the grunt work that we can definitely pass on to somebody else um yeah and you you and you know over time you'll get used to that investment right you'll get used to paying somebody you go you go you, you it's a necessity to pay somebody after a while because you know i'm not doing this right and especially if you you stuck with it and you haven't been doing it for three to five months you nah i'm not going back to doing that anymore you know we want to move forward so uh, I love collapsing time, networking, um, finding people to do those initial reach outs for you. So, you know, Coach D can, you know, close those deals and so forth and so on. There's so much more we can get done when we focus on who, not how. Right. 
Mm-hmm. But you know something? Um, even though it's so like we've been talking about like external to us, right? More like like de- delegating different things, um, not not rumbling in spaces where we don't have expertise yet, trying to figure it out the hard way, mm. um, tapping into somebody else's um, experience and knowledge. But something that I know, and this is only, this is early in the year, first week of the year, but I came into the year this way and having this self-awareness after taking some time to reflect at the end of the year. And like, there's, there's another person that I need and it's the next most powerful version of me. Mm. Because it's something that I realized. <laughs> but no, real, real stuff though, because I'm telling you, I am not the same person today that I was on this day last year. Like there's something that shifted, pun intended, because I know I'm all about my shift experience, right? I do this work mm-hmm. on myself too. Amen. But like there's, and I feel like I literally feel like a different person. Like swag is a little bit different. Yep. Chest poked out a little bit more. And I'm like, okay, so this hard work that I've been doing all these years out here, feeling like I'm moving in the dark, I'm in the valley trying to figure it out. Um, doubting myself, my inner critic is having his way with me, mm. you know, the inner imposter, all that nonsense. And now it's just like, you know what? I know what I know. And I can never not know what I know now. Mm. And it's like I've reached this point where all of it is crystallizing and coming to a head at one time that makes sense to me. And I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. So I'm out here willing and dealing <laughs> like I know what I'm doing and I have a clue. And I'm so optimistic about this year because of all of this knowledge and wisdom based on some fails, hard fails, hard L's but also some, some wins as well. And mm-hmm. it's just like, this, this is what I knew was possible. I just thought I was going to be here a lot sooner. Can't change nothing about what's happened up until now, but I'm telling you, I also need and require like this version of me. Mm-hmm. And I know it's only going to get better. The more I do, the more time I spend, the more reps and more hours, all of those things. But it's just like the things that used to intimidate me, opportunities that I used to, um let pass me by for whatever reason it's just like no like i'm i'm your girl i'm that girl mm-hmm. right like either you want this work or you don't yep. i am the answer to your company's problem in my area in zone of genius so what are we going to do what are we talking about practice <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hear that i hear that 100 yeah I, I think that's that that was well needed good um good layup if you will because no matter who we hire if if we're the same person mm-hmm. whether you're hiring for a team whether you're hiring a coach that's the same you are it's, you're going to make the same mistakes you're going to have the same thought process so d made a great point that we all need the next best version of ourselves no matter what yeah because why yeah like why yeah you're not gonna put old oil in a new car so <laughs> right is you gonna start is you gonna the engine gonna fail at some point yeah. and it's the same thing like when i see people like keep joining new programs every three months every six months with the same mm-hmm. mindset the same like nothing has changed you just swiped your car with a, a with a different person but you're gonna get the same result because you're still the same person yeah yeah so yeah that's dope that is good 
The um, the, well, I missed all that because clearly I'm over here on dial up internet. I missed all that shit, but you know, I I trust that my sis (laughs) done dropped. Because I'm like, dang, I can't believe it. Jane, this is two in a row. Last time it was the power in the neighborhood. (laughs) Right. Right. Listeners, it our last episode, <laughs> Jennifer's power literally went out. Out. Like her whole, like we can see each other. Y'all can't see us, we can see each other. She was sitting there next thing you know, it was black. And we like, what in the <laughs> dark? But I opened up my office door, so I think we got action. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were bringing up old shit. <laughs> But I like I like what you just said from what I heard about like continuously bringing the same person to a different table, right? Like when I have when I have a conversation with people and they're like, "Oh, I want to quit my job." All right, you bringing your same jacked up self to this new job, <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? So right. don't be so quick to quit the job. Change what's going on within you internally, so your experience around you will change, and then you can positively shift if that is what you know, God calls you to do. I love, I love the new year. Um, not because there's some pivotal shift in my life, because as someone who constantly focuses on being better every single day, December 31st to January 1st don't mean shit to me for real. But I know that's not the sentiment of the world, right? The world uses this as an opportunity to reset, which is powerful because a hard reset is always necessary. So my advice, regardless of what level you are, if you're an experienced coach, if you're a brand new coach, you got to figure out the components of what you need in your business to be able to be successful. Because there, I know there's going to be new coaches listening like, I ain't got no money for that shit. And they probably really don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But doing your due diligence to find the people in the internet space who are authorities, right? So we know people who are authority in growing businesses and just piecing together certain things, but making it your business to be able to hire someone as soon as possible. Yeah. I know when I was, when I first birthed this idea of coming into the space of business, I didn't get a lot of traction because I was trying to figure it out on my own, but that's not my zone of genius. So making sure that we sit back and we figure out, okay, what is it that I need? And then always who is going to get me to that end result? Because you can't do it all on your own. And so in this spirit of like new year, new you, well, first off, my question to you all is, do you set new year resolutions? Um, And if Mm -hmm. so, well, regardless, why or why not? Nice. Um. I guess I'll go first. I don't do New Year resolutions. I for the past two and a half years, I followed the the twelve week year model. So my goals are quarterly, and um. So let me back up. So I I have three year goals that are broken down, and then a year goal. But then those goals for the year are broken up into quarters. So it's not necessarily like a New Year's resolution per se. It's like the big vision. And then I break the big vision all the way down, like to the smallest, like minute possible, like feasible way, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't do New Year's. The 12 week year thing has 
been phenomenal for me. Um, it's a lot of tracking and it's a lot of reflection, but it, it works really well. But you do have to be intentional. The first time I tried it, I was terrible at it. And then when I was like, okay, I, I reflect every Sunday, I break everything down to like, what are the tasks that are required to get to like this one goal and making sure I'm doing it it is it's it's easier now like especially for people who like every year you got a weight loss goal if everybody know how to lose weight the problem is people stop tracking yeah but with the 12 week year thing it's like okay i know i need to drink a gallon of water eat three fruits and vegetables five days a week if you just following that everything else gonna fall into place um so yeah that's that's what i use um it's been it's been pretty good it's been pretty good for me so I can I can actually I relate to that big time. Um, I stopped planning so so far in the head head in advance. Um, mm-hmm. like when I set my goals, I literally waited to like I think January one. I sat down. Oh yeah, I and, did my Monday. Yeah, <laughs> I was in no rush. Like I kind of know yeah. you know where we want to go. Uh, but I sat down, put it on paper, and I only planned out the first quarter. Right. Uh, yeah. From now until March. Um, in the March. It's all I planned out and I, I break it down in buckets. I do spirituality, health and wellness, relationships, business, um, and then personal personal finances. Those are the the, the 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 buckets that I focus on. And each one of those buckets has like something and I write everything down in the past tense. So for example, like my spirituality, I sp- I spent 15 minutes per day reading and reflecting on God's word in order to strengthen my relationship with God. Right. So I speak it, you know, past tense as if it's already been done, just something I've done for a long time. I must've read a book somewhere in it and it's just something that stuck with me. Uh, but, you know, just to piggyback off what Sierra was saying yeah, and then, you know, just simply breaking down what those small steps are and it's easier to execute, you know, cause when you got these small chunks, of, you know, things that you got to do every day as opposed to this whole list of, you know, just the, not just a list, but, you know, specific action plans, targets, you know, things like that. Uh, it just makes it easier to get up every day and just do it because, uh, you know, because you, you organize your thoughts per se. Um, and it was hard for me actually to explain it because my wife, I shared it with her and she's looking at it. She was like, oh, my God, this is phenomenal. And, you know, she couldn't break down her goals and I couldn't even explain it because it's just something that I've been personally doing, you know, you know, for myself. Um, and I sat back, I'm like, wow, this is, is it complicated or is it not complicated? No, I'm just used to doing it. So yeah, everybody, like I said, that, that first round was tough. Uh-huh. The first time I did it, it was, it was tough. I'm like, this I'm is still a stuck lot. in a chokehold with my first run, a 12 week a year. It's, it's <laughs> like, a lot, but once you, uh, once you get in the groove of it, and I actually have a um a notion tracker that I use, Jens, because I had the workbook the first time, and I'm like, I gotta take this workbook with me everywhere I go. <laughs> but I found a digital tracker, um, and I'll send it to you. But I mean, it's like Thank anything you. else. The first time you do it, it's not gonna be the easiest thing, but it 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 works for me more more than any other type of. Oh, this is my goal, and and one thing I can say is like, don't be afraid to start small mm-hmm. especially if, if it's like finance financial goals and like business goals you can't go from 40k to 250 in a year yeah you can but most people not right and You're then like you, you at 80 You're now you like feel bad so yes yeah, it's, it's a lot to go with that goal stuff but wait missy wait missy don't put limits on my god now. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> no i mean so and that's the thing it's like it's 
that's that's a very slippery ambitious spoke, right? goal. It's not, yeah, it's definitely not putting limits on God, but being aware of what that takes. Mm-hmm. Like to go from 40k yeah. to 250k, 250k. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah. And that yeah. forces you to break it down. Like, all right, that's a number. Great. How many clients is that yeah. gonna require? Yeah, right. You're gonna need to talk to to enroll how much one money you gotta spend. How many leads <laughs> you gonna need? How much ads spend that like that's mm-hmm. that's legit the process that we yeah, go through when we plan all the way down to the the, the minute. smallest minute thing, mm-hmm. and uh, you just build on that. But you, you really start looking at that, and you're like, "Damn, I didn't even speak to that many people last year." <laughs> so I'm, I'm about so, to just do it in the three months. <laughs> and this is the last thing before we let D go. The coolest thing though about breaking it down to the smallest minute is that you get to focus on the smallest thing and the right. compounding interest of the smallest mm-hmm. thing working. Yeah. Is yeah. how everything else turned big. Yeah. So that one pound a week, you look up in the summer, you done dropped 30 because yeah. you focus on just one pound a week and you focus on that one pound a week because you was just drinking your water and eating your fruits and vegetables. Yeah. I mean, see, just go ahead and drop the mic then. <laughs> what else is there to say? I mean, my goodness. Compound, we talk about compound interest. I've been marinating since December. I've been marinating. Right. No, I mean, my sentiments are are similar. This has been, um, it it does get easier, um, less complicated, I should say, every year following the same type of process. I haven't subscribed to the 12-week year yet, but um, I was in a program, it wasn't even the program, somebody that um, I've subscribed to their programs in the past, but they normally do an annual planning workshop. And I remember, I think it was two years ago, I did it for the first time and I was even newer in the business, didn't have many offerings and kind of felt like a fish out of water, you know, doing numbers like it sounded good. Right. Went into the next year and I'm just like, oh, I had an annual plan. (laughs) I didn't follow not near thing on what I said I wanted to do the next year that I did it, which was last year. I don't know, like something has shifted again. And I had my feet up under me. I knew a little bit more. I could see a little bit further, had more clarity about who I was in the marketplace. And so doing that same annual planning workshop with her, um, I felt a little different going into it. And I felt like I had more substance to put into my plan. And it was um, more tangible probably than the year before when I was like pulling that thin air. And what I realized is that in 2020, 2023 took off like wildfire for me. And I was like, oh, I think this has a lot to do with my planning, um, my preparation, some things that I put in motion in December. And it's just like, yeah, the work that I do, people like want a lot of this in like January, but I was ready for it. And I was yeah. also in front of them running ads and doing all different kinds of stuff, right? So that I can generate leads, so that I can compound, like C said. Mm-hmm. So the math was mathing. And this year I started, I didn't even do the workshop this year because I had the blueprint. Mm-hmm. So me, you know, having some some wisdom and experience now, I'm like, oh, I don't need her to hold my hand. I know what I'm doing. And so I started plugging and chugging in and filling out, you know, the, whatever worksheets and templates that um, I already had in planning for my 2024. And it put a lot into perspective. Um, but something I know for me. So, no, Jen, I don't do New Year's resolutions. Yeah. It's more or less. What do 
I want in the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's personally and business wise. Um, and then what I'll also do, I'm not really big on like my word for the year, um, but I'll really sit with myself and God and having quiet time. It's just like, what am I, what am I sensing yeah. um, for the year? And I know this year for me, it's like, it's, it's all about like passion and you can take that however you want to take it. But it's important to me because joy is important to me. Yeah. Like when I tap into joy, mm-hmm. so many other things and other facets of my life just unlock. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm over here living my best life. And it's just like, oh, brand new, brand new lead knocking on the door. You know what I'm saying? Like brand new opportunity falling out of the sky. So I'm cognizant of the, the correlation between me, like letting go of being so hardcore focused on business, not really mm-hmm. having an outside life. Mm-hmm. To like, no, the balance is important to me. And quite frankly, I think an imbalance is important. More joy Ooh. and some work. Ooh. That's that's the formula for D. I can't speak for anybody else. <laughs> no, big, big mood. Big mood 2024. <laughs> right. Facts. We talking about four to six hour work weeks. That's it. <laughs> that's it. And still yeah, living comfortably. <laughs> it's still living comfortably, right? Paying yourself a livable wage. Right. right. I love it. That's sick. Yeah, that's for sick. me, I don't um I stopped doing New Year resolutions a long time ago because after I wrote the list, shit, where the list at? You know, so I got <laughs> like I, I was like, this ain't for me. But but my Practice. focus is <laughs> like my focus, these the way that I came into the new year was what what is it that I need to do or not do that's going to move my needle? Yeah. Right. Um and what I want the listeners to just kind of make sure they catch is that we all, from some perspective, talk about the inside work that we're always doing. Yeah. And, you know, when Mike was talking about how he does things, he talks about the different areas of his life. And what I hope you all caught is they're all as equally important. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot of people that you see are only focused on making money in their business but they're an asshole, right? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And you're always focusing on this particular aspect of your life. So then we have people that, you know, I want to read 20 books a day, but you're not focused on your health, right? So just making sure that we're balanced. I just really, I think, I would like to think that I do a good damn job at being a better person every damn day. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like I just try to just I compete with the better version of me on a daily basis. So because my life is just revolving around being better, I don't necessarily set new year resolutions. It's what do I want to experience by December? um, And what does that look like for me every quarter? Because you should be planning quarterly, especially my ass. I need to start planning monthly because I'll wake up tomorrow and want to be an astronaut. So, so, so making sure that you so just serious. take <laughs> so serious, mom. <laughs> right? You know, I, so, I can I can hear that whole conversation right now. So I was thinking, right? It ain't no black astronauts that's and uh, <laughs> and Haitian shit. Y'all remember she went to flight school? Remember? <laughs> remember? <laughs> 
And she was in the mountains one year. Like, Listen, Jen went to flight school on our. Listen, so when I be like, doing my shoot to the lot and I say I flow pain, people think that's the lot and not. <laughs> I love it. So, so yeah, so just figuring out what works for you. Everybody has to do what works for them. And that's a, and people who are out in the market, they're doing what works for them, right? If you give me your money, whether it's going to give you results, don't really matter to some of these people. So you just got to be careful with who you're investing in because your best interest is not always what their focus is. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That that consistent practice of listening to yourself, right? Um, I don't know. Is it, you listen to yourself, you listen to God. I don't know, but I've I've gotten to a point in my life where, like, if I hear something, I'm either writing it down or I'm just gonna do it right now in that moment, right? And it's a hard thing to do, you know. Um, but it is is necessary. Some of some great ideas from last year and the better part of the few few days this week, some great ideas have you know presented itself by just saying, "All right, cool, that sounds great. Let me just start typing that up now." and sending it to the team, right? And letting them implement, let's go, you know? Um, so that, that's what we wanted, that's what I wanted to get at anyway for a very long time. I just I just didn't take the steps to do it. You know, I kept hustling and hustling. Oh, I need money, we need this, we need that. But nah, you don't, if we want to get more money, we got to do more things, but it doesn't mean that we have to do the more things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need to duplicate myself. And to piggyback, there was a, a Jim was, uh, I think I think Jim was saying it earlier about, you know, hiring, right? Uh, a tip for new new coaches, new professional service providers, new coaches um, on hiring is start writing down your processes now. Right? You may not have hired somebody, but write down the processes now. Step one, step two, step three, step four. Right, whatever your 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 daily routine is, start documenting your daily routine. So when the time is, you know, the time is right, and you hire somebody, it's going to be so much easier to get them in the trenches, get them working, because you already know what they need to be doing, right? And you, it's going to be easier to train them. It's going to be easier for them to receive that information. Just start documenting it now with the hopes. Of hiring, like you know, Jen said earlier, I think that's the best thing. Start documenting that stuff now, and uh, it'll be a world of a difference. You know, it might not be this year; could be next year. It's all, it's all good as <laughs> long as it happens. As long as it happens. People don't really understand or recognize the power in SOPs. Like when you when you stand, you know, the standard operating procedures. Like when you look at certain companies and compare them to others, like I'd be like, they ain't got shit in place. Look at their asses. Like, you know, it's like making sure because you can't duplicate yourself if you don't have your blueprint laid out. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I've been telling myself. Like, I want to build and I want to grow, but I'm the only person that can do the shit that I do because yeah. I ain't got it laid out, you know. So yeah. that yeah. that that is huge. That is super, super important. And in case anybody gets it twisted, like delegating can be hard to do yeah, early on in the game, yep. um, especially what, what when, I do. <laughs> <laughs> what do you help with? Or like <laughs> selfishly not even wanting to let the work go. But it's something right. that I've learned when I was a career professional stepping into the leadership chain. Um, and I was legit doing two, two jobs getting paid for one because I hadn't mastered the art of delegation. And it took me getting burnt out and realizing, no, 
I can't be a manager, a supervisor of people and be doing the work mm-hmm. and managing the work. Managing the work is a full-time job. Yep. Yep. So when I divorce myself from feeling a need to have a, a fingers in the work as opposed mm-hmm. to guiding the people that I was blessed to have on my team under my leadership and ensuring they knew what they were doing and had the resources to do their job effectively. Like, no, that is my job. Like to set the vision, make it plain and make sure my people have what they need to do yep. the best job that they can and hold them accountable. That's a whole nother podcast, y'all. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. But it, it, it starts with delegation. Um, and I think the leadership hat as CEOs as especially for small business owners that are just getting started, there's a lack of like clarity around the fact that like you're a leader even before you have the first person on your team because you got to mm-hmm. lead yourself. Yep. Um, but when you do start to bring people in, like you can have somebody on your team and still be doing everything, yep. working backwards, right? <laughs> like because you don't want to, you don't realize like you have an issue with delegation and. Why you have an issue with delegation is probably because you have an issue with trust. Ooh. Probably. <laughs> so I'll say it. So I say it. Those of y'all that struggle with delegating, you, my friend, have a problem with trust. No, you indeed. No, you yes, indeed. No, you I know that some of my clients say, you know, in the in the midst of in between sessions that like life is life and career is career and business is business and. And they'll come back and they'll be like, yeah, I was experiencing this and I heard your voice. I'm like, what would Danielle say, right? So I know I sit on my client's shoulders when in between our sessions. But in case anybody else is wondering, you know how they have those two two versions, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's one version is me. Jen is the other version. In case, <laughs> in case I'm not clear enough, Jen got me, okay? <laughs> He'd say probably. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, let's get the record Listen, straight. <laughs> because people be bullshitting. Like, I've I've sit I've sat with the administrators and just be like, look at them. They can't delegate for shit because yeah. they struggle with trusting people. And yeah. that's a key factor for you to have a successful business, right? Like yeah. you have to have trust, you gotta trust mm-hmm. yourself. You got to trust your work. Like you got to, it's trust is super important and delegation is a skill. It really is. Something, something I learned last year is you got to give them room to mess up, right? Give them some room to mess up a little bit. Right. So I, I, you know, I I gave you a task to do. This is what the outcome was. Let's revisit this again because I think we can do this a little better. Right. I, the effort was amazing. I think you can do a little bit better. So this is your opportunity to do what? Get clear, right? Maybe I wasn't clear enough, right? So now this is give me some some opportunity to get a little bit clear so I can help them get clear so they can serve. They serve the way they want to. Like, they want to serve. They want to be amazing for you, right? And But you got to give them that opportunity to mess up too because that's part of the process. It's all part of the process. Please don't be out here micromanaging your help. Your who, please, please, I beg you, please do not be out here micromanaging these people that just want to do a good job and need some accountability. That's That's all they need. Trust and accountability. That's it. And a reward from time to time. Yep, right. (laughs) I love it. That's good. Man, yeah, dope conversation. 
dope conversation. I can see what you're thinking about over there. <laughs> some, tra- some, some tra- traumatic activity. <laughs> like a micromanaged oh, turn. Right. <laughs> micromanaged. And don't don't micromanage the people you hire either. Woo. That's the worst type of micromanaging ever. Mm. Don't pay me to do something, then try to tell me how to do it. I will mm-hmm. give you your money back. Oh, you talk about <laughs> in terms of like contractors and and Stuff like yeah, that. or like even even when people are are going because because once again, some people's who may be a coach or it may be yeah. a service provider. Don't yeah. hire them and then try to micromanage them. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> that's right, true. right. Yes. And then don't hire them and not do what they told your ass to do. Oh, you know what? Like I I'll be, I'll be <laughs> like I'll be meeting with people and it's like, okay, I've given you this task to do. We agreed you're going to do this task. We're going to check in next week. There was no conversation between what you got it. All right. You got it then. <laughs> like, like, and, and I don't think people really take the time. That's why like, if I had to come up with the word for 2024 and every year for me, it's always reflect, always reflect, mm-hmm. always taking a step back and processing. How can we be better? How can we improve? And a lot of people will hire help. And then when they, give you things to do you're not doing it well if you got it then why do you got me in here right. so you know make sure Girl. that you're not that guy <laughs> I, got, I got a client right she does a an event in january uh really you know cool event um she charges for it you know like a little less than a hundred dollars and you know I, I started the campaign we started the campaign for her. campaign was doing good i think we were getting like twenty dollars per purchase or something like that and then I log in to do like, you know, my weekly review and I see another campaign. I'm like, what the hell is this other campaign? So I reached out to, you know, team. I'm like, did you start another campaign? And she's like, no. So I'm like, who started this campaign? I said, I know the client didn't go in there and start a campaign. Right. So I'm looking at the numbers and you have my $23 per purchase versus her $178 per purchase. Wow. So- and I sent the. I text her. You know, I didn't send no. I text. I said, "Why would you set up a new campaign instead of telling me you wanted to spend more money?" Was that the case, right? Because I was like, "We're losing money," you know, because you decided to do what you wanted to do. You hired us to do a thing. Let us do a thing. And she was looking at the numbers like, "Oh, damn!" Like exactly. You just, we just wasted a few thousand dollars because what you couldn't be patient or you couldn't communicate with us. So yeah, definitely don't don't do that. You know, you hire somebody, let them do a thing, ask a question. You know what I mean? You, you're curious about something, you don't quite understand something. Ask questions as opposed to stepping in, you know, trying to micromanage them or just trying to do the job because it's it's not going to be good for you in the long run. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Who? Not how. And actually, just to share um, where I got that from, there's a book book called Who Not How by Dan Sullivan. Um, You can definitely pick that up, read through it. It can kind of put you in the right track in terms of, uh, you know, setting things up. Go ahead. See. I was about to say, we'll put it in the show notes for him. Oh, bad. bad I want bad. attribution because, you know, it's not <laughs> enough of that going around in these streets. People. <laughs> and then I'm sitting over here talking. I'm sitting here like, Dan Sullivan, he cutting a check. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when no matter, y'all. 
Rare form. Rare form. It's time to go, y'all. Yep, that's that's it. We'll see y'all next time. Later.